Hello, and welcome again to the Not Your Normal Social Emotional Learning Podcast. My name is Nene White, and making teachers' lives easier by helping them to develop their students' social emotional learning is my idea of a good time. <laughs> Thanks to Wendy Zakuto, who is one of my all time most generous friends and insightful thought partners, I recently read an opinion piece in the Washington Post written by Kareem Abdul Jabbar titled, How Can We Really Make America Great Again? I'm going to expand the reach of his writing and change the title to How Can We Make Thinking Great Again? Abdul Jabbar's piece opens with his observation that America's most dangerous enemy, and I will extend that to humanity's most dangerous enemy, is not terrorism, not war or immigration. The most terror serious threat, far and away from any other threat, is ignorance. And for the sake of this episode, I'm going to define ignorance as an incapacity, or worse, a lack of motivation, to analyze and evaluate information or ideas in order to separate fact from falsehood, fact from manipulation, fact from scare scare tactics, fact from marketing ploys, fact from political deception, all that kind of stuff. So today, so much of the readily available information presented as fact is actually twisted and distorted to promote narrow self-serving agendas. But we're pretty all much aware of that, right? I'm not telling you anything new. So enough with lamenting the problem. This podcast is all about discovery of practical, workable, implementable, livable, meaningful, relevant solutions. In order to, to increase students' ability to distinguish truth from distortion or purposeful falsehood, Abdul Jabbar advocates strongly for implementation of consistent opportunities to exercise critical thinking into the K through 12 educational system. I love it. Because critical thinking isn't just for political purposes. I mean, think about it. Critical thinking has benefits for every area of life, academic, career, and personal, which is how this all ties into social emotional learning. In fact, the social-emotional side of very young students' development is an ideal focus area for children to start flexing their critical thinking muscles. With just a little tweak on the standard social-emotional social emotional teaching model, students, even preschoolers, TK kids, and kindergartners can be drawn into discussions that successfully engage their natural-born ability to consider situations from different perspective and different perspectives and really isn't that a major component of critical thinking considering various points of view at this point i want to um, see if you know who dr lillian katz is i hope you do i trust you do if you're an early childhood educator she's the international leader in early childhood education who strongly advocates for young children to be consistently engaged in, and here's a mouthful, continuous contingent interactions. Interactions, In other words, 
conversations, discussions, interactions that develop threads of thought and actions in a logical unfoldment and progression. And let me tell you, the more you know about brain development, the more you appreciate how very, very important and advantageous it is for young children to be consistently exposed to these kinds of interactions as compared to the usual one-off instructions and or one-off question with one answer. Bottom line, if this world is going to be safer and not just safer, but if this world is going to continue supporting healthy life and development for all, and by all, I mean all life, including the planet itself, then teachers need to actively and purposefully engage students with how to think, not just what to think. Topics that revolve around the social-emotional elements of life are the most natural places to start exactly because they are most personally relevant which means they're the easiest topics to fire up real engagement, more precise analysis, more careful comparisons, and more focused attention to details. Exercising our students' ability to evaluate situations, claims, and promises in order to make informed rather than purely emotional decisions can begin with simple questions like, Hmm, why do you think that? What did you see? What did you hear that made you think that? And then if those answers seem to and and then if those answers seem to come up short, if those questions seem to come up short in the critical thinking department with the kids, we can follow up with with responses like, "Okay, and would you be open to looking at that situation in an entirely different way?" What's a completely different way of looking at that situation? And maybe we could ask, is there another completely different way to think about this situation? Just for an experiment. I hope you've noticed that none of those questions told the students what to think. They simply encouraged students to think with questions that opened the door, figuratively speaking, to the notion that other possibility, other possible perspectives and explanations are possible, which sometimes is a brand new concept for some of us. I meant, I meant also to mention that it's actually a whole lot easier when you can have this kind of discussion with a group of kids because members of the group get ideas from each other more than you might imagine, even with the young kids, which give kids the opportunity to collaborate on constructing perspectives that are even more inclusive, more balanced, more fair, and generally more true. Because kids, especially with the right kinds of open-ended questions from teachers, are actually better than anyone at keeping themselves honest and real. Emotional reactions will always be a part of decision-making and human interactions. But the more we can support students' social-emotional well-being by helping them to expand their point of view, to expand their perspective, by taking into consideration more relevant factors around the situations that typically challenge them, the more powerfully we're developing them as critical thinkers, one 
step at a time, one neuronal connection at a time. Ooh, neuronal connections, one of my very favorite subjects. More on that, you can be sure. Now, I hope you'll remember we're here for you and because of you, the teachers of today's youth. If you'd like us to focus on any specific social emotional challenges you're dealing with, let us know and we will dedicate an episode to you in that challenge. Really, we'd love to hear from you.